Hey, what's going on, Movie Talk fans? First and foremost, I'm Ryan D, and you know me, guys, if you interacted with me, or, uh, and this is Andrew, man. How's it going, Andrew? How's it going, man? Hey, uh, so due to this, uh, you know, as many of you have known, uh, me and Lex, Eileen, and Angela, we did go on a cruise, and I did post about it on Instagram a lot. And uh, not to get too much into detail, but due to an unfortunate event, um, an unfortunate illness, to, uh, to be exact, um, you know, Lex is uh, still not uh, not at home at the moment, but I did want to mention, guys, that he actually uh, him. You, I believe it was you and uh, you and Lex, right? Is that correct? Mm -hmm. uh, that yeah. started out a GoFundMe page, and we did post it, guys. Whatever, whatever you can give and everything, I, it is available on our Alamo City Movie Talk page that I, that we just posted a few moments ago, and it is to donate for Eileen's uh, medical bills that un unforeseen circumstances uh, and. And anything that does help, ladies and gentlemen, moviegoers out there. And w yeah, so whatever, you know, whatever you can donate, whether it be $5, $10, $20, or even more, anything that's else. a huge, yeah, that's a huge blessing, guys. And please, please, moviegoers, YouTube fans, I mean, whatever, whatever channel, whatever you're listening to this on, please keep them in your prayers. And if you know me and uh, you, you know, you know how excited I get when we talk movies and everything, and you know how he's a huge part of this podcast and he's really helped me out a lot and please, they're kind people and please donate whatever you can, man. But without further ado, let's get the show started guys. And thank you so much for the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. And please keep them in your prayers. Let's get right to it guys. Let's start movie talk. What is going on, Alamo City Movie Talk fans? I'm Ryan D. Ryan680. 
Andrew. What's up, guys? My name is Wolfie. <laughs> 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 Andrew on cue. Andrew on cue. On cue. Wolfie, man. Special guest, Andrew. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we got a special guest, another special guest from the Countdown City Geek Cast, the CEO and founder. Steady. What's going on, guys? It's Steady with the Countdown City Geek Cast. Glad to be back. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for being part of the show, guys. Thank you guys so much. Uh, and Wolfie, what what is uh, I keep forgetting? Um, Board Film Studio. Board film Studios, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I was all like, uh, is it really called that? I was just, I was trying to remember. I was all, I was all like, man, dude. I'm, I'm, um, but hey, guys, if you have not already, be sure to check it out on their Instagram. They got really good stuff. I just posted it on my Insta, and it was just just the way beautiful filmmaker right there guys well if he's coming on up man he's gonna be the next james cameron i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you man all right let's get right to, without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's get right to movies what a you know we're right the day right the day before star wars they got a lot of stuff happening this week obviously um Doctor Strange comes out this week, and that's the major thing right now. We're talking Doctor Strange, ladies and gentlemen. Doctor Strange, well, which will go to that main we'll, that We'll call that the main event, right? We'll call it the main event, which we'll get further into, into and everything. We'll talk about expectations. I've read some tweets. Have you guys read any tweets about it? No. No. I've read reviews. It, I've read reviews. I actually saw spoilers already on Twitter before I was looking at reviews. So yeah, it's stay away from Twitter, guys. But I looked at actual <laughs> non-spoiler reviews. I, I did that. So again, that's and and I made sure it said in the beginning, nice and bold, non-spoiler. So I was like, okay, cool, I'm sold. Yeah. But uh, but let's get right to it. Let's talk about movies, guys. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's let's talk movies, man. So. To get us started off, you know, this story was really developing within, I want to say within a week and a half ago, um, uh, developing, I guess, so to speak. And with this happening, everything with the Fast and Furious franchise, I mean, who would have thought a car into space? Were they really driving in space? That's all I want to know. Was Ludacris really driving? Was he really driving in space? Or was he just floating? Let's be honest. Come on. Answer that question. Let uh, Answer it. I feel like uh, they got Elon Musk to help him out with Dude. that. Dude. They, I mean, bro, that was like a Tesla car, dude. I'm telling you, man. That was, I was like, that was a. Were they, were they gonna get it like, uh, Elon Musk in the franchise in some capacity? Imagine that. <laughs> all Teslas, right? Just have all yeah. Tesla cars, dude. dude that's a money maker. Oh, that's a that's a good that's a good money maker. If they do it, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my I'm gonna try to get my cash check, dude. Just <laughs> there you go, thing. man. Uh, be sure to tweet Elon to, to send you those, man. To send you that money, <laughs> send you that idea, man. All fast. But let's get right to it, ladies and gentlemen. This is this, of course, comes from the Hollywood Reporter. This did come out official, ladies and gentlemen. That according to an unnamed source, Vin Diesel's behavior contributed to Lynn's frustration. So Lynn exited the franchise. If you do not know, guys, Justin Lynn has actually done five movies. So this guy knows what he's doing, right? He obviously knows what's going on. He knows the situation. He's he's very familiar with the franchise, right? I mean, kind of like David Yates is with Harry Potter, you know, and the Fantastic Beasts. You know, he's been around for so long. He's really created a relationship with all these all these cast members and all the employees and the creator side, the creative side of it, and with Universal Studios. Now, with that being said, and everything, I mean, uh, you know, according to an M source. Uh, Vin Diesel's behavior to, uh, added to his frustrations. They claim that Diesel would show up to set late and not and and not know his lines, among other annoying behaviors, and it was out of shape. Okay, let's say let's take this into consideration, right? Let's let, let's just take this into consideration. I don't know if moviegoers remember this a long time ago. Let's 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 just I mean 
Call me crazy. Call me a liar. Call fact check me real quick. All right. A few years ago, wasn't there a someone iconic Dwayne The Rock Johnson complaining about this? Yeah. I mean, wasn't he saying it was very unprofessional? They didn't take it serious enough. That's why he left the franchise. And then we heard about the drama between them going back at it. I mean, I, I just, I didn't, at first, I didn't really care. But with knowing that this is a huge move by Justin Lin and Universal is losing money, obviously, out of this. I mean, Wolfie, has anyone ever walked, I mean, has a director, I mean, have you ever walked out of a movie like that got so frustrated making a film? I mean, personally, I have yet, thank God. Okay. But, you know, what I find interesting is he says this movie is not worth my mental health. What did he have to do to walk away from these millions of dollars? Exactly. Like, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk numbers. We'll talk numbers right now. Um, uh, Steady, what do you think of this, man? I, I don't I don't blame the guy. I think everybody needs to watch out for themselves these days. And um, Vin Diesel, this is not something that hasn't been reported before. His own sort of, I don't want to call it a mental illness, but maybe just the pressure of trying to keep this franchise going uh, is weighing heavily on him. And uh, for whatever reason, He's not able to, to kind of perform up to the, the capacity that uh, Lynn expects him to. I think that it's fine that Lynn walks away. If they find somebody else who's willing to deal with Vin, fantastic. Um, otherwise, I'm not a massive fan of the franchise. I watch it yeah. because they're good popcorn flicks. And that's what you know they are. But they make oh. billions of dollars. And, yeah, uh, they do. They, the they, I, I hate and I hate to, that's why I said it, I can't remember if I said it off camera or on camera, but yeah, I it's, 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 it's obvious there. That's fact. Let's, let's do a little fact checking here. This franchise has made a ton of money, billions of dollars they've made for Universal Studios. And that's why they keep making these movies because people keep seeing them. Look at, look at the last movie that just came out though. They were driving in space. The ridiculous ideologies of here. I don't know if they're smoking weed or if they're just doing, I don't know what they're doing. Right. And it's, it's. It made so much money during a pandemic. A it's pandemic. Like, uh, the meme, like, see the meme with the yeah. night where he's throwing the knives, and he's like, "Random shit, go!" That's, that's <laughs> oh man, yeah. oh man, that's good. Yeah. Exactly, and it made money. People went to go see this in theaters, which I don't blame you guys because I, you know, for this is me, a fan of the franchise, right? I really enjoyed the fast. I hated the last one. The last one was just terrible. I hated Hobbs and Shaw. Don't even get me started. And I love The Rock. I just hate Kevin Hart. Spoiler alert, Kevin Hart's in there. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I just, yeah. I, this was a no-spoiler video, dude. You spoiled Kevin Hart. I know, right? For the no, If you do not know that by, by now, guys, I'm sorry. Hobbs and Shaw, just, it's so ridiculous how that movie, and it's funny because even Universal was all like, just to give you backstory, back Universal Studios was all like, oh, and even Vin Diesel was like, oh, no, we don't count that. That's not part of the Fast and Furious franchise. And whatever, drama, whatever it had, had may be, right? Now, I'm not even done reading this article. So, uh, where was I? Oh, and the meeting is alleged that Diesel had notes for Lynn leading to escalating disagreement, which ended with Lynn saying, this movie is not worth my mental health and slamming the door. Uh, and yada yada yada. So he had a he had a uh, an anger moment, right? Which we all do at work, whether you know whether it be personal, whether you know we all have those moments, right? He's human, just like us, right? Because we that we tend, I, I feel like we tend to forget that as as fans of and like you know these all these iconic characters and all these iconic people, Dwayne the Rock, you know, they're people just like us, and they get frustrated. They have their limits, just like Dwayne, us. He's very work 
oriented. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. So Universal has apparently spent well over a hundred million dollars on casting for the Fast X movie. Now let me let me repeat this real quick. A hundred, no, a hundred million dollars just on casting. And and okay, Jason Momoa's in here. He's among one of them. Okay, he's the villain. He is the villain. That is that is hundred percent confirmed. And obviously, I don't even know who else is confirmed. So I, I'll, I'll be honest right there. I, I, I'm not going to pretend to know. Obviously, I'm just the main character has been Diesel. Um, did Ray Michelle, don't forget, don't Michelle forget Rodriguez? Michelle Rodriguez, is she coming back or is she? Shirley, is Shirley Theron out of France? She's in there. Yes, I think Charlie's there. I think she's in there too. I got to look up the cast. Sorry about that, guys. But hey, regardless though, $100 million, over $100 million just yeah, on casting alone. Just on casting. Dude, I mean, Ted, what do you think about this? I mean, and one other notable person, Brie Larson, just got added like a couple of weeks ago. So Brie Larson's also part of that. Bro, she's probably like 15, 20% of the 100 million just by herself. <laughs> Dude, they, she had to, they, they had to pay that Marvel chip, which she was like, I, if I can't get paid like Marvel, then you know, you're not going to have me. I'll be <laughs> like, bro, Marvel money. Get out of, yeah, you know, she, that's the problem why Star Trek and other franchise and other studios, it's hard because they can't keep up with the way Marvel pays their employees. And just like other people, it's always the grass is always greener. Just like us with jobs, the grass is always greener on the other side. And so it's hard to keep their employees. It's hard to keep people. But regardless, a hundred million dollars just on casting alone, you know, it's it just feels like Universal is just signing off checks, and they're not even checking anything. Like they're just signing. Oh, Vin Diesel, it's okay. He makes money. He makes the he makes the studio money. He makes the studio a lot of money. But I mean, come on, man. Anyways. Um, so $100 million for casting. I mean, uh, Andrew, what would you do with $100 million for casting? I mean, what, oh, who would you who would you sign? Who, who, who would you sign? Number one, who would you sign? For casting? For casting. Any any type of movie, just give me an actor or actress. Leonardo. Leonardo. Really? Oh, man. Okay. Let's get Leonardo right. Good looking guy. Brothers, dude. Just have them. Dang. You know? Okay. Yeah. Get Will Smith in there. Oh you know? God! Oh no! Okay. Discounted rate. You know. <laughs> you you will you will you you can get him in that supporting role. <laughs> the way it's going right now. Oh man, Steady. Who would you have as your number one first pick, man? If you had a pick, Pedro Pedro Pascal. There's there's not. Oh, whoa. Guy okay. In Hollywood. I would, All right. I would want to to work with. I like that. See acting uh on the other side of the camera pedro pascal is my number one right now awesome i would probably get daniel day lewis out of uh out of retirement, retirement. yeah i would really love to see him T uh, timothy uh chalamet I, dude he is i'm calling it right now tim T uh timothy chalamet he is the up-and-coming daniel day lewis the next of our generation daniel day lewis he is so well done. He does. He was in Dune. He's gonna be in the new Wonka movie that's coming out, a prequel to Wonka. He just looks, dude. That he just, he's great. He looks good. I love the way he acts. He, his presence, his emotional. Um, 
And of course, Defoe. I mean, who who wouldn't want Defoe? I'd I probably mean, try Joaquin Phoenix too. Oh yeah, duh. Of course, right? All the all the insane people who have done villains, and I would I would create an all villain. We're gonna have the Green Goblin versus the Joker. We're gonna we're just gonna multiverse everything, dude. That's that's what Doctor Strange is doing. They're multiverse. I don't know if y'all saw the Shrek one. Did y'all see that? No, oh no. my God! It's Doctor Strange. Literally, he's like doing magic, right? It's a picture from the trailer, and somebody photoshopped Shrek in there in the background. And people thought it was real. I was all like, wow, how naive people are, I guess. It just, yeah. People thought like, stop, it's a spoiler, you Shrek. I was like, okay, do people not know Shrek is what, Universal? Is it Universal? Yeah, it's Universal. Or no? Or is it DreamWorks? It's DreamWorks. Yeah, it's Universal. Right? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll just say yes. (laughs) All right, but let's uh, let's get right to it. So... Which led to a movie budget of $300 million. $300 million movie budget. Holy smokes. Man. What do y'all think about that? $300 million, uh, $300 million budget. And to give you... to Okay, put, to put into context, ladies and gentlemen, moviegoers out there. Uh, Lynn's exit also cost the budget $1 million a day to have the whole cast on hold. For this to happen so because of lynn exiting and causing all this mayhem it's costing the studio one million dollars a day to keep everyone on hold because they were filming already they already start or if i'm not mistaken they already started filming they already started do you know all the pre-productions are i mean obviously it's already it, you know it's green lit now with that being said and everything i mean dude come on man like this this is just hitting rock after rock after I mean just hitting obstacle after obstacle right now. Um, what do you, what do y'all think of this man? I mean with with the budget now three hundred million, Fast Nine was two hundred million. So they went a hundred million more. Uh, yeah, I, all I all I can say is what I started out by saying: these movies are like guaranteed box office smash hits. I think at least two of these movies have made over a billion dollars uh you can try and fact check that i know at least two there might be more but yeah so universal they could just sign whatever they want they're gonna mm-hmm. make a profit they want to go out with a bang and mm-hmm. uh they're, they're pretty much gonna try and guarantee themselves another billion dollar hit so so okay the, the, let's go into perspective here avengers infinity war was 300 million dollars budget Okay, that makes sense, right? That makes sense. That's a huge a lot of CGI, a lot of special effects. You know, that makes sense. Pirates of the Caribbean, three hundred million as well. Uh, the Force Awakens was three hundred six. Age of Ultron was high. I didn't know Age of Ultron was this much, but it's coming out. Um, look at the numbers right now. Uh, Age of Ultron was three sixty five million to make. I, you know, I'm surprised at that. I really am. I'm, I'm very surprised. I really, I really would have thought. And oh. Scratch that. Hang on one second. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides was $379 million to make. Pirates of the Caribbean. Who would have thought that, right? To make. Um, And, of course, who takes the number one? Number one is Avengers Endgame. A budget of $400 million. But that that movie made a lot of money. Let's be honest here. We all enjoyed it. That movie was just... We knew it was going to be a big budget movie. These movies are big budget films. But... Regardless, though, I mean, I just, I just can't see. I guess all the stunts, all the, all the, I mean, everything, all the, you know, the, the explosions. Obviously, that's t- 
taking a toll on the budget, right? But why would you a spend? A lot of a... this is also insurance. If you think about oh, it, oh yeah, yeah, there's true. a ton of insurance involved when you're dealing with this many stunts. This stunt people, yeah, stunt yeah, people, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, for sure. I got you. I I was curious, so I had to look it up. Two of these movies have made over a billion dollars. One of them, Fast Seven, was one point five. There you go. Uh, also, the two that made over a billion that had the rock in it. Um, of course, <laughs> of course. Take that to the bank. Uh. And then uh, say that again. <laughs> other, uh, other than that, another four of them made over six hundred million. So altogether, six out of the nine movies so far have made over six hundred million dollars. So, like I mentioned, this yeah. is like almost a guarantee for them. It yeah, it just it's all these hiccups, all these things that are just happening for this movie, man. I mean, this is this is another person coming forward and saying that Vin Diesel is just a lazy son of a gun. He's a, I mean that, that that's what that's what I'm getting at. He's lazy. He doesn't he he doesn't take the job serious enough. And Universal's paying the price on this. They really are, and it sucks because the studio has to deal with it, and they had to deal with Vin Diesel. Unless they just kill him off, but I, I don't see that happening ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and if I'm not mistaken, I did hear rumors that they're trying to bring back Paul Walker's character and the brother was going to play it. I did hear about that, um, a rumor going around that, that Paul Walker's mother actually wanted the character to come back. And she wanted her other son, obviously, to play um, to play Paul Walker and everything, which we saw. Which which we saw. I don't know if y'all remember the every end of that clip. Um, was it fast? I, I always forget, man. They all blend together. Um, fast Seven? I think it's fast. Six? Yeah, I think seven maybe because eight. It was one of the ones that Ted said because it for sure made a lot of money. I knew everyone yeah, went I to go it see it. Eight, yeah. Because that was the last one The Rock was in. Because I remember Rock The Rock was in that yeah. one. Yeah, so it, anyways. It was also in Fate, which was eight. Yeah, but The Rock was kind of like a – he sidelined, wasn't he, in that one? And then after they all they all blend together. No, I know exactly. That's what I was saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. There's no. They drove fast. They just exactly, exactly. I mean, we see Luke Evans in here. We see. I mean, they all blend together. I always forget. Wait, Luke Evans was in which movie did he start off with? I just they all blend together, man. They're all running from the cops, the law. Whether they're going into a police station, it's just whether they're robbing the police station, whether they're robbing a, a something in space. I mean, come on, dude. Come on, man. I just yeah, they all blend together exactly. Ted, right? But uh, but reg regardless, though, it just you know, it's it's it just sucks how he doesn't take the job seriously enough, and and yeah, it is what it is. But I just, I mean, ugh, it just sucks how much money they're spending, and we can't even get a Henry Cavill Superman here. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, oh man, I already started it, man. Warner Brothers, dude, spend that money. They're they Brothers, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. Forward until yawn. I'm here too. Okay, cool, cool. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, let's see here. So, next topic, of course, which I did not know. We could talk about our very, very favorite memory of this. And I really like. I looked this up at the very end. Oh, sorry, forgot to mention. Fast X still set to release on May 19, 2023. I don't. You think they can make that budget? You think they make, I mean, you think they can make that hit? Um, yeah. Wolfie, I mean, if you had if you had this issue and you came in to Fast Ten production, you came in as a director. You could you could pull this off with all these characters, with all this not. I mean, all this production. The script's written, right? It's it's done. The only so thing that wants is... I've heard two different stories, two different sides to this. 
I heard that the script was written, Justin Lin did it with Vin Diesel, then Vin Diesel changed it when they're filming, and that's what that's what happened here. That's what got him frustrated because he's like, "Why are you changing the story?" And then one of the one of the scout uh, places where they were scout filming, um, like one of the places that they were filming, obviously with the Ukraine and Russia thing that's happening, they're not going to be able to film there. They're not supporting mm-hmm. Russia, so regardless of that, they had to change last minute plans as le- as far as like the set. Um, so that kind of did a hiccup, um, obviously out of the out of everyone's control. Um, but then this happened, so it just it, I kind of felt like it just kept adding on and on and on. And to Vin Diesel not take it serious enough, kind of just took a toll on the man and just said, "I'm done." And I don't know, I feel like he's gonna do another another movie, you know. But that's just me saying. But yeah, another more professional film, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully Vin Diesel gets his act together because they I'm did hire sure. another another I director. Think this is like a. Uh, I don't think this is the director's fault. You know, I definitely think this is a Vin Diesel problem. Because, <laughs> and I think The Rock kind of um, warned us in a certain way. You know? Yeah. Oh, and it, and I completely kind of, agree. The story, the story fits, you know, yeah. according to The Rock. If the shoe fits, man. If the shoe fits, dude. <laughs> if the Cinderella shoe fits, man. That's all I'm saying. But uh, all right, let's get right to it, ladies So, without further ado, guys, who. And I want to talk about, let's talk about this. I want to hear both of y'all's memories here because we're all different age here, obviously. Ted is the oldest one out of us. Uh, hang on, hang on. Andrew, Andrew. Yeah, you do look young. But Andrew, don't don't say crap. Don't say anything. Ted, who's older, me or Andrew? Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say Andrew. Oh! <laughs> Woo! Nah, 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 nah. That's BS, dude. Nah, nah. He said it. You can't take it back. That's fact check, check. Uh, Old, older by like a week, though. Like, not by much. <laughs> oh! Break my heart. Andrew, what's your real age, man? Tell him. I'm 27. Cool. So I'm 29. I'm only 25. What are you talking about? No, I'm 29, dude. I'm 29. I'm older. I'm older, man. I don't look it, though. That's the point. Show That's the point, man. I kid you not, man. I kid you not. But without further ado, guys, let's talk about our favorite memory. Who would have thought Spider-Man, guys? Spider-Man marks the 20th anniversary of Spider-Man. The original OG Spider-Man, Tobey Maguire himself, along with the along with the supporting cast, of course. With uh, and James Franco's not in here, obviously. So I, I do apologize on that. I forgot to add James Franco on there. Um, but man, so this marks who would have thought Spider-Man marks the 20th anniversary of Sam Raimi's um, Spider-Man trilogy, everything. I mean, what, what, what was y'all's favorite favorite memory of this? I guess I want to talk about it and everything um, of this. Uh, Ted, we'll start with you, man, since you're the Otis. Uh, just that, you know, we got a, a comic book movie that, you know, really went all in on the comic book tone. And really went all in on the uh, the big ideas and the big sets and the big scenes and the big action sequences, and they really went for it. And uh, they really tried and stayed true to to most of yeah. the, the storyline. And they, they cast people who just felt like they were perfect for the roles at the time. So um, I think just my favorite moment is really just the whole thing, just going in. And this was a comic book movie that was kind of setting a new tone uh and a new trend all the movies before that dealing with superheroes were all adults right batman superman 
X-Men, uh, whatever else, Blade, uh, The Crow, all of those were dealing with adults. This was the first one where you were dealing with a teenager in high school, dealing with problems and issues and puberty and liking girls. And, like, it yeah. was fun. It was new. It was fresh. It was, it was a great time. And, you know, do you remember seeing this in theater? Of course. Where would where, you see it at? Where would you see it? Oh, I, I'm curious. I watched it at my theater i worked at uh, the largest uh theater in town at the time and oh. it was a big party it was a, at hebron oaks 24 back oh dang 24 theaters so it was a megaplex and uh <laughs> it was fantastic yeah it was that's amazing. awesome yeah dang man yeah um i saw this movie at a very very young age um i didn't know what the heck was going on i saw this at northwest theater uh, that's still here at Santico's Northwest, um, but it's I-10, 410 area. Uh, and, you know, Spider-Man really opened the realm because at, at this point in time, you mentioned it, I'm, I'm, I guess I'll go more into detail of it. You know, at this point in time, there was no comic book genre. I mean, we did get Blade, right? We got Blade. We got X-Men, I believe the first, you know, the first one as well. Um, X-Men 2 came out the year after, if I'm not mistaken. I, th I think I did a little bit of research. I think within a year or two after that. But regardless, though, this really... I, and, and call me whatever you want. Call me a liar. I truly, truly, so heartily believe that Sam Raimi right here helped comic book genre really take off with Marvel the way it is now to this day, our Spider-Man character. I mean, even though people are like, oh, man, oh, Ryan, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's organic Spidey. He, he makes his web shooters or whatever. But let's be honest here, man. The joke that was made in No Way Home just made it so much better, right? Like, it just, it just, I just hate that nerds were just like, oh, right, Ryan, oh, no, no, that wasn't an accurate Spider-Man or whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, dude, chill the F out enjoy this movie suck it in this is to, this is my og man this is toby Maguire. i love spider-man too um I, that's probably one of my, my favorite spider-mans i know ted we i know you got a lot of a lot of your buddies a lot of your people they like to uh like to fight about which spider-man's the better spider-man if it's tom holland andrew garfield i've been in that discussion but um you know it, you know it. yeah man I, I i enjoyed this this set up the whole comic book genre i feel like to set up even our spider-man today without this being a successful franchise a successful movie regardless of the third one right regardless of the third one the many memes and the many just sitcoms that we see out of that out of that it's it's truly yeah i just i enjoyed the i can't believe it's 20 years i can't believe i'm that old already but yeah uh andrew what do you think about this man i yeah i definitely think it was the catalyst of of superhero movies because you do look at there's such a huge gap between uh the batman movies and um the superman movies especially you know yeah um, and so i think this is what really made uh, Spider-Man, it solidified him in pop culture. Uh, mm -hmm. Spider-Man, because before that yeah. he was still a very much he was a popular comic book character for sure. But yeah, he was a popular comic book character, not like an iconic pop culture character. You know, yeah. and I think with the Sam Raimi films, it really allowed the regular people to experience um, comic book movies as a whole. Besides, you know, DC, which was the Batman. Uh, <laughs> Uh, at the time was maybe yeah. Schumacher's, I think, maybe, a little later. or between. I mean, times. even, I mean, we did have the 90s cartoon, right? Let's be honest there. We did have the 90s cartoon. Um, 90s cartoon. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. I know a lot of people that are Marvel, that are huge Marvel fans did not enjoy it for whatever reason. I still enjoyed the really? heck out of it. Yeah. 90s, 
yeah, that one's in Fox Kids. Yeah, now that I remember. Yeah, dude, yeah. I remember watching it, getting home, getting watched the next episode of Spider Man. Yeah, I just, I do that theme song, dude. Just like, I loved it. I, I mean, we got to see something very different, right? But it wasn't to the, it wasn't to the level of live action that we wanted. And to be, and to be honest, like, not even studios thought like comic book movies that those are for kids yeah, and when when this exactly when they started coming out it started coming out to saying hey it's okay to like comic movies it's okay even for school for me it was it was very weird to see the the jocks get excited for uh um you know for for, for a comic book when they would like get all oh, you're a nerd you're a nerd right or you're a geek or whatever but it's weird yeah. how it's become the genetic i'm so grateful it's blessed to be alive right now because it's so generic and it's so real and it's so that's how we connect with each other right was through comic books through ghostbusters through star wars through everything and we all enjoy those genres whatever it, it, it you know it may be you know uh, steady likes to capture ghosts you know and, and every, all day, every day, man. He's a Ghostbuster, man. So, I mean, she was raised and born and raised to be a Ghostbuster. So, I mean, it's just it's the beauty of it, you know. Of course, we're not going to see a multiverse of Marshmallow Man joining up in Star Wars or anything. You know, that, would, that wouldn't work out. The Jedi would just throw that up like nothing. But that would not work. <laughs> but, no, not not at all, right? Yeah. But, you know, a Ghostbuster versus a Jedi. I don't know, man. I don't know. Bill Murray's, Bill Murray's talking probably would just, you know... <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Talk, talk, his way out, talk his way out of it. Talk his way out of it, right? Yeah. <laughs> but without, yeah, without further ado, since we're on the Marvel subject, uh, oh, uh, Andrew, where did you watch Spider Man or Spider Man the first one? Uh, I I remember that. I remember that. I think I was like six or seven. Uh, I don't remember how old I was, but I remember the memory. Um, I watched it in a theater in El Paso called Tinseltown. It's no longer called that. It's it's a Cinemark, but um, oh, it was yeah, a local I, theater. You know, it's still a chain, but they rebranded, oh, okay. I suppose. Um, and so, yeah, I, I had my little. I remember having a little Spider-Man plushie with me, and I held it as what I was the walking heck? to the theater. And then oh, there was this stand filled with toys and stuff. And dang, yeah, I was really excited for it. See, and that's the and that's the thing. We all have different memories of it. We're all different ages, different decades ago. I mean, not, I mean, just just. I mean, not not too crazy decades. Like, oh man, I'm sorry, Ted. Well, that, that, I'm, older one dude. i know yeah exactly you're the older one andrew so i mean you know um the point is that we all connect in that in that really good level and i just i enjoyed the spider-man i enjoyed it regardless of the comic book uh fact checking i guess so to speak uh that was in it and everything but without further ado we're sticking to marvel right now ladies and gentlemen let's talk we're gonna skip this kind of go this very through so fantastic four marvel's fantastic four has lost the director uh, John Watts, and, and it's funny too because does anyone know who John Watts is? The movies he's directed, because I've asked this a few times, and not a lot of people know this, but they know the movies, the franchise, Spider Man, exactly, Spider Man, right? And it's weird because Spider Man, it's funny too because I did not know it was the same director until I saw the second one, which is very weird because with Sam Raimi, he was always, you know, um, like. Uh, how you call it not sponsoring uh like promoting it a lot like he'll say hey i got this upcoming movie you know he always promoted a lot at least directors will right they always promote it but i don't know if it's just i just missed it or all the time or anything but you know john wants he he wouldn't really i don't know i i, I could be totally wrong i'm, I'm saying he may, maybe he didn't promote it as much i don't know but it was weird for me to know that not a lot of people knew that this guy has done the trilogy 
he's brought us this great Tom Holland Spider-Man that we, we really do love and enjoy and everything in this whole franchise. So without further ado, for uh, the, who's making the, the past three Spider-Man films was an you know, incredible life-changing experience for me. And I'm eternally grateful to have been a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe for seven years. I'm hopeful we'll work together again, and I can't wait to see the amazing vision for Fantastic Four brought to life, Watts said in a statement to a Hollywood, Hollywood reporter. So... What do y'all think of this? So I have I have a little I have a little 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 tidbit here because I I kind of want to say it but I can't because it might reveal a spoiler for an upcoming movie that comes out this week. Oh, speaking of that, um, upcoming movie, you know that's I don't know if anyone knew this, but this is Sam Raimi. So this is like Sam Raimi's week right here. We got Spider Man just turning twenty years old. You never know, man. We might see a little cat. I mean, dude. His release date is literally this week. The premiere was yesterday um, in Hollywood. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, man. It already happened already in No Way Home. Just real quick swinging by while they're going through, like, the cosmic or whatever. They're going just real that'd quick. Cool. Yeah, that'd just not cool. – doesn't he have to show his whole face? Just, just a cameo. Yeah, yeah cool. just him selling – or just something of him. We could tell it's his suit real quick, and boom, when they're going through, like, the whole cosmic or whatever, however you want to call it. Um uh but without going to dr strange just yet um but yeah so my little my little tidbit here um is i i know know ted knows where i'm going with this that's why he's smiling he knows where i'm going with this so i'm not gonna mention the spoiler right i'm not gonna mention anything but i mean who who do y'all think is gonna direct this movie i guess let me let me let me ask andrew you go first and then ted you go right after who do because I, re- I, re- I already know. I, already... Okay, so I think I know who I want. Um, who do you want? I forgot his name. Where is uh, he from? The Office. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So so that is my, yeah, John Krasinski. Um, that is, yeah, that is my guy who I think is really going to take over as director. Ted, were you thinking the same thing or are you thinking somebody else? No, I think that um, Fantastic Four. I think if you if you need somebody to to direct it, you you go to your the directors you have right now in the MCU. You can go to Sam Raimi. You can go to Taika. You can go to the Russo brothers. Throw some money at them and say, "Hey, uh, let's do this again." And you get one of them to do it. They're all more than capable of putting out an absolute <clears throat> banger. We all know yeah. this right now. They all have vision. They all have a solid story, a way of telling the solid story. Mm. Um, so go to somebody who you trust and who you already work with and have them do it. So here's here's my um, uh, here's the thing I kind of feel like that even Kevin Feige uh, at CinemaCon. So CinemaCon was this past weekend, guys, if you did not know. CinemaCon was this past weekend. And that's why I said we had a busy weekend movie talk, which is truly extremely grateful because it's been, it's been a while since it's been this busy. Um, so... Furthermore, into that, you know, Kevin Feige confirmed they have plans for the next 10 years of movies already lined up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, for the next 10 years. He confirmed, went on stage, and did not get served, by the way. That's a little inside joke if you did not, <laughs> if you did not know. Yeah. And uh, Ted Lasso himself served Olivia Wilde, by the way. Um, anyways, uh, that's another subject. It's another drama issue. Anyways, um, but furthermore, uh, so going back to this. He literally went on stage said that we have movies for 10 years. Now, I don't know how the process works, right? Because we don't work at Marvel Studios or anything like that. But let's be honest. He's listened to the fans way before. Let's be honest there. He's listened to us. 
He's listened to the Marvel fans. He's listened to Twitter. He's listened to the huge population of Marvel fans that they that we are because we made we put the money you know we we put the money in Marvel and everything. He did that with Spider-Man: No Way Home. That was a fan movie. That really was. Whether we like it or not, whether you want to call it whatever you want, it was a fan made. It was a fan film that everyone wanted, and we and I enjoyed it so much. So I loved it. Now we know how everyone wants John Krasinski to play Reed Richards. We know this. Everyone wants to see him play this character. He is perfect. And then, and then if I'm not mistaken, they, I've seen Photoshop. You know, this was probably like six months ago of him in, in a Fantastic Four suit along with Emily Blunt as uh, Sue Storm, which is his wife, if you did not know. Huh? Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, dude, she played Mary Poppins. I mean, come on. I'll be like, um, but. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. And Mary Poppins. Oh, okay, okay. Well, they, oh, there you go. Action film. Yeah, but I, I still enjoy, I enjoyed her and Mary Poppins, and I'm not a Mary Poppins kind of guy. So, um, you know, furthermore, I just feel like Kevin Feige really chooses these people, these directors that know how to tell a story. I mean, look at, look at what the hell he did with The Quiet Place. Oh, my God. There's no dialogue, like little to no dialogue. Literally, I heard people just eating popcorn and, and eating nachos at the draft house when I very first saw the very first Quiet Place. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Dude, it's funny because, like, people had to prepare. Like, I know people have like, oh, you need to go see a Quiet Place too? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. I have to be careful, though. Why? Oh, because I don't want everyone hearing me eat. I want to eat my nachos before. I'm all like, okay. I, was all, I mean, I literally hear everyone eating. So, um, but to know that this guy, I mean, uh, Quiet Place 2, I enjoyed the second one almost as much as the first one if not even better i mean i just i it's so hard because like i anyways that's another topic but to know that john krasinski can really tell a story without any little to no dialogue in a movie and just brilliantly create this universe so to speak because they're making another one a prequel if i'm not mistaken um to know that he's able to do this i mean dude i kind of feel like this is what happened kevin feige said okay he finally convinced john krasinski he said, "Hey, Mar Marvel fans want you to, the, you know, they want you to be Reed Richards. What can I do to make it happen, or whatever, and whatever?" They start talking, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I bet you a hundred bucks that Reed, uh, that Reed Richards, that John Krasinski was like, "Hey, I'm not gonna do it unless I'm directing." So, uh, to be uh, to further note this, I think this is a bunch of bullcrap. I think he is lying. John Watts is saying this. Hey, Kevin Feige's all like, "Hey, take this one for the team, man. I promise you, I will give you." Any Marvel movie you're choosing, guys, you get to choose whatever you want, John Watts, and I promise you, you do this fav one favor for me, create this excuse, and we'll end next week, because Doctor Strange comes out this tomorrow, right? Or my screening's tomorrow, everyone gets to see it Thursday. Um, uh, Doctor Strange is coming out this week. Next week, we're gonna, they're going to announce John, uh, John Krasinski is the director of Fantastic Four. I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it right now. Next week... Next week, he's going to be named director of Marvel's Fantastic Four, guys. And I'm calling next week and a day. That's my... <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> oh, man. So I'm saying it right now. Next week, we're going to get John Krasinski as the director for Fantastic Four. Put on the comments down below. Maybe you do not agree. Maybe you said, Ryan, that's a spoiler. I'm sorry, but it's what everyone has seen that photo. I have not met a person who has not seen that Photoshop photo. Um... 
anywhere i mean you know and dr trains comes out this week so we're gonna get an announcement next week and i kind of felt like he, they did that and i wouldn't be surprised because if he is doing this again take this with a grain of salt um I don't 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 say like hey you know don't say hey i'm a city movie talks at this don't run it as a story or nothing but i mean it's a possibility right am i right guys it's a possibility yeah I mean, I mean, I think after Spider-Man: No Way Home, I think anything's possible. Yeah, and with with the the way and the with the way this multiverse is going, I mean, dude, this is just crazy. I mean, so much, so much catastrophe here that's happening here. Without further ado, let's talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Talk about how our expectations going into this movie, guys. What do we expect out of here? I mean, so many cameos in here that I've seen. I'm not going to lie. I've seen spoilers already, so I'm not going to mention them. Um, I have seen the spoilers, but I'm not going to mention them. And that's the thing, too. Like, I get it why people don't like spoilers. But at the same time, though, when I read... So I, uh, if you haven't seen Infinity War, I actually read that Spider-Man was going to be last and create this whole momentum moment in Infinity War, right? Iron Man was going to be there. I read the, the whole script re- re- leaked online, right? So I just read it. I was like, okay, cool. And there were certain parts where people were dying. And I was like, okay, I'm going to skip to those parts. Um, I was like, okay, fine. I read it, but reading it and watching it is totally different for me. I don't know if it's ever, I don't know if that's with just me because I'm an idiot, whatever. It just, I know some people, some people are really, uh, how do you call it? They read and they react differently than watching. They prefer reading over watching. Call me whatever you want. Yeah, I, I read the spoilers, man. Even for Game of Thrones, I read the spoilers. But when I'm actually watching it visually, it's an atmosphere unlike any other for the very first time. And it really takes a toll on me. Like That that scene took a toll on me. So regardless of what you say, I just, that's just my preference there. I mean, it, do y'all, y'all think I'm crazy? Y'all think I'm an idiot? What do y'all think? I think you're crazy, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> right? Of reading the spoilers. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't want to read spoilers because I think no matter what, you're always going to lose a little bit of the reveal and you don't know how you would react uh, without knowing the information beforehand. Yeah. The furthest I've ever taken trying to avoid spoilers was with the, the Dark Knight Rises. I was a major fan of the Nolan trilogy. Okay. So I went as far as never seeing a trailer for the Whoa. Dark Knight Rises. It's wow. very difficult. That's tough. I don't, I don't That's recommend tough. it. Yeah. I don't recommend it. <laughs> I did it. I went in completely blind. And there's something very unique about going blind. It happens when I see a lot of indie movies. Mm-hmm. You know, I, If I hear a title, I hear good things about it, I'm going to go watch it because I've heard things that intrigue me mm-hmm. and i've never seen a trailer for it so that i kind of like that a lot and i've yeah. had some really great moments doing that so uh i recommend it doing that way sometimes um comic movies it's very difficult though just because they're everywhere marketing yeah everywhere. the marketing everywhere. you see it on your trend on your facebook with that you even looking at it does the trailer starts playing automatically i hate that yeah. But I still want to go in as as little or as blind as I possibly can. It's just a lot more challenging with comic book movies. But um, I, I don't want to lose any um, potential experience that I could have had mm-hmm. if, I, if I get spoiled by anything. So just, gotcha. that's, that's kind of my, my perspective on it. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense, man. I really do, and 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 I'll give you props for that because I, I always get props for people who do not want to watch a trailer or try to avoid one because it is tough. It's a tough like I can't do that. I'm sorry, I just can't. Uh, the, put- last, the last thing I'll say on it though is like I also I want to get into the, sort of the head of the writers, 
And it's hard mm-hmm. to do that after you know what the spoilers are, if you know what the plot points are, if you know what the resolution yeah. is to the, to the, the action sequences or whatever else to the entire story. It's it's a lot more. It's a, it's more like a puzzle, mm. and it's a puzzle I want to figure out before watching the movie. Sometimes you know I succeed, sometimes I don't. But mm. um, it's it's good practice regardless to, to sort of try and figure out the puzzle on your own as opposed yeah. to having everything figured out for you. Gotcha. No, that makes that makes sense, man. Uh, Andrew, what do you think, man? Uh, yeah, no, that, that's I I I completely agree. Um, you know, with with Infinity War, I remember not going on social media for like three days. Uh, no way home, I didn't go on social media for like three days. Are you doing doing the same with this one? Uh, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, and uh, yeah, well, why? Tell me, tell me why though. I'm curious. Um, you know, I, I, I what's different between this and No Way Home? Is it the character? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more of a Spider-Man fan. I think oh, okay. Spider-Man. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm excited for this film. I'm definitely excited for it, but it's not something that I need to watch immediately. Like I'm, I'm mm. okay waiting a little bit. And if I see a spoiler, okay. Um, but You'll be like, God dang it, Ryan! I'll, be- <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you uh, one. I'll send. I'll take a picture tomorrow. I'll be like, Oh, hey, dude! No, no, no! You said you're good. You said you're good. You, hey, Ted, Ted, did he not just say, Ted, Ted, fat check him? Did he not just say? If I so happen to see with, oh, whatever, dude. Okay, so I, a spoiler for Endgame. Um, I saw Iron Man die. Uh, <gasps> what game. Iron Man dies? Oh my God! Oh, you dude, what the f? What the f? <laughs> the, the most paid, uh, most box office hit in the world. Whatever. Um, but Still yeah, didn't watch it. I, I saw the snap. I saw the snap, and that made me so mad. Made me so mad because it was, it was, it was a gif, and the gif was like a person going like this, like cool, <laughs> and then it switched. Oh, dude. <laughs> And I that like, is petty, bro. I messaged the fucker and I was like, oh, You are such an asshole, dude. Like, why would you do oh, that? And then man. the guy types every big spoiler. So I saw Fat Thor when I was like, I was like, Oh shit, I had to delete the message. And yeah. was, oh, you mean for Endgame? I thought you said, Did you say for Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was all like, Hey, dude. So I'm like, <laughs> You know, but, but I, I would have gotten really Mace mad. Windu survived. <laughs> <laughs> he survived. Dude, we're going to see Mace Windu in the multiverse tomorrow. I'm going to see it. Dude, I'm going to take yeah. a picture of it. Mace Windu's lightsaber in one hand. He's still, he's, <laughs> dude, robot arm on the other. I mean, they brought back Mace, they brought back, uh, um, oh my gosh, Darth Maul. Why can't they bring back Mace Windu, right? I mean, oh, yeah, they're, yeah they're exactly. Everybody. Yeah, bring back everybody. Um, So what is your expectations going into this movie? I mean, besides, uh, um what we already talked about i guess uh i mean i'm excited to see where this leads to i'm excited to see benedict cumberbatch really come into this role again um i enjoyed the first one uh i've been reading a lot of reviews of it and they're saying it's a horror movie and this is not for kids obviously kids are gonna still watch the heck out of this movie um knowing and see here's the thing because like i y'all remember okay come back with me real quick all right let's go back into spider-man 2 with sam raimi Y'all remember that scene where the uh, Dr. Octavius is um, on the hospital bed and these little arms are coming at you? It kind of gave me the creeps a little bit in that horror element because we all know Sam Raimi comes from a horror background. 
with Evil yeah. Dead and all that. Yeah, so I mean, I kind of felt that way in this, in that little first few minutes of that scene. And knowing that Sam Raimi said he had a little bit more freedom, and knowing that seeing people react to this on TikTok or um, my wife showed me on TikTok, right? Ugh. On TikTok and then um, on reviews, I, re I read articles. A lot of people say this is a horror movie. So with that being said, can we see the most horror movie of Marvel Cinematic Universe here? And is Sam Raimi adding on his personal touch to this movie? Right? Or no? I think so. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, when this was announced, I heard it was going to be a horror film, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, back in the, who knows how long when they announced it. Yeah. Um, so I was expecting a horror film. So, um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm for it, you know, change. Uh, I'm for the, the uniqueness of it. Ted? Yeah. Um, my expectations are a very fast paced um, roller coaster of a Marvel film. And I'm all for that. Um, it's a short movie. And I mean, like, it's only a two hour movie. And with what we've seen in the trailer, how many, you know, characters are involved, it I kind of expected it to be a, a kind of a longer film. So to hear yeah. that it's only two hours, to me, means that it's going to be very fast paced. We're going to be getting going really quickly on early on in the film. Yeah. And uh, horror elements, I'm big horror movie buff. Uh, so I'm all oh, yeah. for anything like that. So, yeah, I'm excited. Definitely, man. Same here, man. I'm really excited to see it. Uh, um, so I did not know I, I would there was to be a screener there, and so I'm seeing it Wednesday and Thursday. So I did buy tickets to go see it Thursday. You're gonna see it Thursday, Ted? Thursday and uh, Friday, hosting a, a private viewing for some some neighbors and some family of mine. Yeah. Oh, there you go, man. Good, good deal. There you go, dude. There you go, man. Shoot, you're gonna experience That's the whole. You. Gotcha. Yeah, you experience the whole theater, the whole theater with everybody, with the whole fam. That's awesome, dude. That's awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and then if you don't, if you did not know, Andrew is actually on Mountain Time. So, like, oh, excuse me, he's he's, <laughs> he's the luxury of Mountain Time right now. So, he's actually uh, in uh, El Paso. Yeah. So yeah, he's in a Mountain Time. So he's gonna, we're gonna see it. No, wait. No, never mind. Never mind. Never You're mind. only an hour ahead. So. Oh yeah. There you go. Shoot. I'll text you though. I'll text you a screenshot of the. Of the spoiler. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, really oh, sure. I'm really excited for IMAX 3D, uh, for the IMAX 3D format to make a return. We've not had this format in a very, very long time. So, this thank is you. the first movie that's coming back. And unfortunately, uh, the theater that I'm going to is not doing the 3D format for the first night, but they, they will start on Friday going through the weekend. So thank you for mentioning that. You just brought up something that I totally forgot, um, oh. that I forgot to mention. So do you know why Marvel's bringing that or like why the company's doing that? Because later this year, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting Avatar 2. And it's in 3D. In CinemaCon, they released footage of it. And they had everyone put on the 3D glasses. And it's it, is it is it going to come back, guys? Do y'all think, y'all believe it's going to come back, revive the 3D? I mean, did y'all like 3D? I like it. I only watch it in IMAX. For whatever reason, they haven't figured out 3D movies in uh, a normal I, theater showing. Oh, yeah. Usually, it, it might just be the technology that we have in our city, but generally, it was the, the battery-powered glasses that would always dim the picture, and I hated that. 
And so IMAX, it's usually no battery powered glasses, just yeah. the plastic ones. And the, the, the picture Man. doesn't get dimmed or uh, modified. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no effect at all whatsoever. I so hate that too. IMAX is the only way I would watch 3D film. And the first Avatar, I think, was the first time you really got a 3D. very different experience mm -hmm. watching it in 3D. Yeah, believe it or not, it was actually one of the very first films to start off the 3D. Uh, the real the, 3D. The real 3D, yeah. Real 3D, yeah. Yeah, the real 3D, I we guess. We had 3D yeah. movies before when you guys were in your diet. Oh, God. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Little, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know how that turned out. But I mean, about that. yeah. <laughs> but I'm excited for the new Avatar coming out this year. But without further ado, guys. So I know it's not May the 4th yet, but let, I mean, come on, dude. I'm excited. Everyone's excited. May the 4th be with Woo! you, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Let's go. Star Wars Day. Star Wars, Wars Day. Yeah. Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. Sir. Yes. Yes, sir. <laughs> some more. Can I have some more, sir? Some more. Some more Star Wars. <laughs> Man, Andrew, we should have came up with a skit. I totally forgot. Ah, yeah. dang it. <laughs> I was going to come up with a skit. Yeah, man, dude. So, um, but yeah. Lack of skit disturbing, dude. I know, man. I thought you were gonna go with me with it. That's why I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say something British too, but I guess whatever. I, I try to. My British uh, is is very terrible. Awesome. It's terrible. Oh, oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for agreeing with me, a hole. But anyways, <laughs> let's get right. Let's get right to it, man. May the fourth be with you guys, wherever you may be. Yeah, we know you're a Star Wars fan. You know what the hell Star Wars is. Don't pretend. You women do not pretend. My wife knows what Star Wars is. Everyone knows what Star Wars is. Everybody knows what Star Wars is. You've heard the Star Wars. You heard the Jawas steal your car and take everything out of your car. And just <laughs> you just want to buzz those suckers, man. You do you know you do on Tatooine. Um, uh, with that being said, and everything. Uh, I'm excited. We got Star Wars coming out tomorrow. A lot of good stuff. Are y'all going to actually buy any stuff? Is there anyone talk? I mean, I know, Ted, are you going to buy any Star Wars stuff tomorrow? Or It's it's too difficult, and I don't like the stress of it all. Uh, Hasbro yeah. has an event going on tomorrow. And oh, crap. If what are they doing? On, the online exclusives are just so difficult to get nowadays, so I just I kind of just don't even worry about it anymore because uh, I don't need the stress anymore. I don't need that kind of stress. What what are they giving out, or is it like exclusive? Like they haven't announced what it is, or just they're... just a, there's a Hasbro uh, event where they're they're announcing new exclusives, probably new Black Series action figures. Mm. Um, yeah, take a look. Go to their their Facebook page. Um, but I haven't heard of anything specific that they're going to talk about yet. But usually, yeah. it's a new toy line, a new wave of things going on. Mm. Um, I'm going to be waiting for that new. Uh, lightsaber. That's the only thing I really care about right now. The new, new lightsaber, light, new lightsaber with a retractable uh, blade that Disney's working on. Whenever that bad boy goes, I don't even know. Sale, you know what I'm talking about? It's like the lightsaber that it could actually go in and go out, but it's it's yes. like it actually lights up instead of the yes. Oh god. Okay. No, I'm good. Okay. Yes. You can't duel with those, dude. You can't fight. You can't fight you a can. crime. You can't you fight can. crime at night. Oh, you can. <laughs> you can't. Uh, I'm not gonna fight the the streets of Gotham with that thing. Ah, be vengeance. I know. I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. Yeah, yeah. How's that vengeance, dude? Yeah. How's that? This is vengeance. This is vengeance. Like, <laughs> but oh crap! I can't turn it off now. Oh oh. Are oh, you having? Oh. Let me see the dark saber, dude. 
Oh my god. <laughs> okay, we'll talk wait, I'll show it to you later after the show. But uh we we got a we got a few more things to talk about later this month, which I was very sad to hear that we gotta wait till the end of the month because Moon Knight is still happening. That's why I believe so. Um uh let's talk Obi-Wan, man. Obi-Wan's coming out, ladies and gentlemen, by the end of this month. To be exact, I believe it is uh I just had it written down here. Oh it uh may 27th um it comes out this the the series premiere on disney plus ladies and gentlemen how excited are we man obi-wan's finally coming out ewan mcgregor his lovely british accent that i wish i could do but i do so terribly andrew you go ahead and try since you're a freaking uh oh okay 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 dang that was good that was good all right you almost sounded like him but you still sound like a douche. But it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Ted. Uh, what, what do you? What do you? I mean, are you excited for this series? I mean, what? What? You know. Yes. Yes. Tell me. I'm excited. Uh, Ewan McGregor was incredible in Episode One. I still appreciate Episode One for what it was. I appreciate the prequel for what it was. Uh, the prequel trilogy is um, a solid, a solid trilogy. Uh, it's all cool. not Jar Jar though. Not Jar Jar. It's a yeah. cohesive. I don't mind Jar Jar. I don't know if it gives him hate. Yeah. Um, but Ewan was always fantastic. He's one of the best parts about the prequel trilogy. And so I'm excited to see him yeah. on the series. I'm a little disappointed that the series is going to be short. It's not going to be a very yeah. long series. But um, hopefully the pacing is going to be well planned out. And that way, you know, we're going to get a, a solid uh, story that includes Obi-Wan and we're getting. Uh, Anakin back as Vader, and expect cameos. Expect a lot of cameos. They've been Ex doing it. Every, yeah. every every content, every medium that they're been making um, for Star Wars. So expect more. <clears throat> yeah. I just love it when um when and I, I mean Andrew talked about this off camera when Catherine Kennedy really like. She, you know she kind of knows it's going to be a good series and she knows she had nothing to do with it really that much and she still takes credit for it um i'm gonna go ahead and say that on the limb and call me whatever you want but i'm just saying that that's my point of opinion there um and let's and i mean this this is john favreau man and dave fioni i kind of feel like it's them it's not really her all she has to do is just you know just like with jurassic park she's always just been the um how do you call it the um who's always been around the right moments we'll we'll say it neat we'll say it politely has always been in the right moments when it comes to filmmaking um and she's able to put that stamp on her resume but anyways um uh with that being said you know i'm, I'm you know i'm so excited for this series now i am disappointed to uh ted that it just it sucks dude this to be honest i really wanted a movie um or like a two-part movie but i know that doesn't make any damn sense um i still wanted just a lot of obi-wan man i mean i just i love obi-wan I, I just i love his character if you have not seen clone wars guys oh my god you are missing out you need to go see clone wars because it really goes in depth on his struggle of becoming a jedi and his struggle of just maintaining the jedi and a lot of stuff we didn't know if you did not know obi-wan was gonna leave the jedi order for a woman you're not you're not a star wars fan i'm sorry you're just yeah, not a, crazy, like man. dude that like like 
Anakin, knowing Anakin's reaction to seeing him do that is so human and it's so genuine. And I know it's a cartoon, okay? Oh, right, it's a cartoon. Oh, I can't watch a cartoon. Oh, oh, oh. oh dude, dude, you can watch a cartoon. I promise you. If you can watch porn, if you can watch porn, you can watch a cartoon, dude. That's all I'm saying, bro. That's bro, that's all I'm saying. You can it's watch it. Yeah, yeah just pretend it's anime, porn, or whatever. Like, just, just watch it. You know you're going to watch it. Um, it's available on Disney Plus. If you have not seen it, guys, I do recommend. Argument. Huh? I can't argument to the movie because oh. I think I think we all wanted a movie at first, right? Yeah. Um, but I think the counter argument to getting a show is that you're getting more Obi Wan. Yes. If that makes sense. It's like how many episodes do you guys know? Um, six. Six? Are they both all an hour? They won't yeah. tell us that. Man, I'm be, I'm be mad. I'm be you know at most most you know. It's a forty-five minute show. Uh, we're still getting or thirty minutes each. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, even so, it's it's like a three-hour film. Then you know, it's 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 a two-part film if you want to break it down at one one thirty. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great opportunity for Disney to kind of flex their muscles with the, the production value too. Yeah. Um, but I will say, I am getting tired of Tatooine, man. I think we got to. We've got to change those cities. <laughs> yeah. Like, we get it. We get it. <laughs> we got to, hey, bro, we got to go to, hey, remember, we got to do Batu now. We're going we're gonna to go to Batu now. <laughs> I understood the assignment. Let's move on. You Let's know? move on, dude. Exactly. That's that. That's actually one of my one of my major points. But, I mean, I mean if anyone that's ever – whether have read the books or had knows or seen rebels even i mean you know where obi-wan's at the whole time you know obviously this story makes sense for that but yeah like bubble i mean it just let's go somewhere else let's go to a different system let's go to a different world and let's go to the outer rim let's go somewhere i mean somewhere totally different i totally agree with you there um but but yeah i mean what's your expectations in here andrew for this for this series uh i mean Obi-Wan is, is slowly becoming my favorite Jedi, uh, besides Luke, and I'm just so hyped for it. I, and I love Ian McGregor. He's just, I love his energy for the series. I love how he loves Obi-Wan. I think everyone is starting to kind of, um, I think I think with Hayden Christensen in particular, when you call him Darth Vader, they're like, that's not my Darth Vader, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I think it's changing, obviously, but more yeah. so, I think, except... Ian McGregor as Obi Wan. We when yeah. we think Obi Wan, we think Obi Wan as opposed to uh, I forgot his name, McGinnis or uh, yeah, 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 the old, yeah, the old, yeah, the older one, yeah. And I, I got think, you. You know, um, to see someone excited about the project, and he's like, you see him in interviews, and he's like, yeah, I'm back, and it was a lot of fun. You know, it's it, it gets me excited. Yes. And, and I'm, I'm just hoping, I'm hoping they have one hello there, you know, just one. <laughs> hey, he's gonna, hey, he's gonna do it at the very beginning. He's all hello there. Hello hey, there. hey yeah. what, what if, what if, what if the series is like a dialogue of him just talking, like a diary, like the Batman? How it's like hello oh, there, right? Can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do it for me? Hello there, on Tatooine. I say it. Tatooine. No, no, <laughs> no! I said on Tatooine. You stupid! Hey, are you? Aren't you a director? Come on, dude! Hello. I'm a director, not an actor. Oh, man. okay, all right. But you go with the accent, though. You go with the accent. That's what you got going. Yeah, don't quit your day job. That's what you got going for. <laughs> but um, but regardless, though, I mean, I'm excited for this. I just 
it's it's so good to see Iwan McGregor really excited for this role. I've seen interviews too. It's just it's he just looks so happy and excited to become this character and knowing that he's gonna give um respect of course uh to the OG and you know a new hope and everything to play that Kenobi Ben Kenobi um helping one obi-wan kenobi you are only <laughs> right it's the, it's the whole it's the, to play that whole aspect i just i just love it because we're gonna see it combined together and just to really complete that um and and i'll be honest here like as far as live action goes this show better be better than bubba fett but i mean god i just hope it's better than bubba book of bubba because yeah the book of, the book of bubba was just like oh god that was terrible but um oh ted what what you didn't like it or you liked it I appreciated it for what it was. Well, if you want to call it that, or what is it? Uh, the Mandal the Mandalorian season, uh, the Mandalorian other. I mean, I yeah. Because we have you know Joe on the show. Joe complained about it, and I won't go into it a lot. But the these shows are not meant to be independent from one another. They're meant to be uh, interconnected, and so you're going to see characters probably from those two shows already also okay. fall into this one and that's because it's no longer it's no longer just like the mandalorian show yeah. and this is boba fett and this is obi-wan they are yeah. all connected people will be jumping in and out of them it's all woven together it's basically the bible and this is the book of mando this is the book of boba and now we're getting the book of, of obi-wan but it's all a part of the bible it's all part of the Star Wars saga. Okay, but I kind of feel like it was way too soon. Way too soon. At least give them a season each of, I like, developing their characters. If I can add on, um, you know, I, I, think, I think he has a point in the context of, you know, if, if, if Boba Fett is going through something or if Boba Fett is in need of, of, of someone to... to Help. Higher, or higher, he's yeah. gonna go to the Mandalorian. Like it, it it's uh, to me, it's a lot more natural than than a cameo in Marvel. And I know that's like just that's like a might be a little controversial, but it feels at least to me, and it is a mm -hmm. little weird, but it does feel natural for them to be like, "Hey, I'm close with you. We did battle. We're both in a weird Mandalorian yeah. way." I, I know Boba Fett is in a Mandalorian technically, <clears throat> or he is. His dad is. Uh, but, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. You know, it's uh, easy, easy now. The, I don't know. But um, <laughs> these characters, yeah, yeah, I, these these stories, they're all going to overlap each other. And because you watch Clone Wars, and I've seen Clone Wars all, I've seen every single episode. Clone Wars also overlapped the movies, the prequels. Uh, Clone Wars did that, so that's just what Star Wars is now. Everything is connected, uh, even more so than like the MCU is. Everything is woven yeah. in and out of each other, and that's just what it's going to be. It's the Star Wars saga. And but I get that. I get that. But characters. that was my major concern always, and it always will be with Marvel movies because they're always like Marvel fans, not you guys, but just Marvel fans in general, like the general public would be like, okay, what's next? When the movie's over, they don't focus on just that making that cinema film. Obviously, everything will change after seeing this, right? Then the movie tomorrow. Yeah. But, but as of right now, and not including Spider Man, because I was a fan, you know. But for the most part, it's like, okay, this movie, like, what's next? We're like, what's next? 
what's the next movie like it always has a setup for the next movie instead of focusing on the exact project of it all and really develop that you know that character or something goes through okay fine they go through a catastrophe they go through a small development in a movie and boom all right here's the cameo right here and we come we it's almost come to where like we're uh me and andrew always play this joke privileged um to to get a cameo you know it's like it, it's almost to that extent you know i feel like it's coming to that well we 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 are privileged to get an end credit scene for every marvel movie that's a privilege there is we don't they don't need to do that but they know that people are going to wait to see at the very end of the movie and that's always been my pet peeve when it comes to marvel movies now i'm not saying it's just i don't enjoy them i enjoy the hell out of them but to a certain degree it's kind of a little bit of annoying like okay we're worried about the next project of the movie instead of just focusing on this film and th that's what i'm just worried about with star wars is that like you know i kind of felt like they should have just done season one and it could overlap that's totally fine but just do season one to develop the character and then season two start overlapping each other start doing cameos oh i need help here i need help there and it, in the book of bubba fett though it was totally annoying how he didn't learn anything he didn't learn shit i mean i'm sorry all of that he didn't he didn't learn nothing I mean, you could like, make the argument that character arc was through with the Tuskets, so he learned to be a team, you know? Okay, 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 I'll give you that. But this guy's supposed to be a bounty hunter, right? A bounty hunter for all these... Well, That's what I'm saying. That's, that was the change. Like, yeah, yeah. So, oh, no. he, yeah. He died in the Starlight Pit, man. Okay, oh, like, okay. oh my god. Whether he died or he did not die or whatever, whatever you want to... Metaphorically, the bounty hunter here we go. Oh my god. in the Starlight Pit. <laughs> the <laughs> you had you come, come here. Come to San Antonio. Come to San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Uh, reborn. Give me... I'm extra spoil Doctor Strange. Now. I know, man. I'm definitely going to send you a spoiler tomorrow. Dude, I'll, be, I'll be like, hey, let's let me flick you off. Hey, the figure book of bubble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna send you a gif of uh, Bubba Fett. It's gonna show a spoiler at the end. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm just saying, man. You know, I, it just, I get it. it. Has to overlap to a certain degree, but give time for us to get used to this scenario. Get, uh, get us time to really develop it. Um, and 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 if the Mandalorian just showed up by himself, that would have been fine. And him struggling with Grogu, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But the say, fact that they. Grogu but the so, fact yeah. that they did luke and ahsoka is kind of annoying because what? it's annoying dude okay let me tell you why let me tell you why let me tell you why because i guarantee no 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 okay here's the no here's the thing here's the thing guys here's the thing because when i bet you money they're gonna do it again the following season and then they're gonna be like oh wait never mind it's because people are gonna get annoyed of it i'm telling you it's gonna be annoying because fans including myself it's just like dude do something more go to another planet go to another system go to another catastrophe do something more stop living in the past obi-wan stop living in the in the in the past like yeah, do something mentality gave us, gave us uh 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 the last or the last jedi or, or no not that no 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 the one the one that made us stop living in the past was um was the force awakens which showed us something different something very different a stormtrooper gone good and that was the only thing that was different yeah the force awakens was was jj abrams like let's do he exactly. starts up no whatever dude whatever andrew Andrew, come on, dude. Come on, bro. Dude, we saw something different. 
Yeah, we saw something different. Di- most definitely we saw something different. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> shut, shut up. Oh, man. We saw something different, and then The Last Jedi was just crap. Yeah, I would just, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll, okay, I'll give you well, that. I, okay, so, and you, you hear this all the time. I don't think The Last Jedi is a bad movie. I it's, think it's, it's a bad it's movie. It's, it's very beautiful. It's a terrible fucking Star Wars movie. It's a terrible movie in the context of the whole story. It's awful. And I think that's where people complain about it. And they yeah. have that valid critique. And then you have, um, what's his name? Ryan Johnson, which is a brilliant, brilliant director. Um, I'll give you that. Shit on his fans, you know? Like, instead of being like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. I tried something different. He was like, fuck you guys. You guys are a bunch of crybabies, you know? It's, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause he show he tried to show us and try to get us to care about this woman named Rose and try to and try to and try to force us. Oh, I heard you guys all along. Y'all guys were there, whatever. Like, dude, come on, man. Like, at least introduce her. Like, it, it felt like everything was unplanned, but it wasn't his fault. I it was just it felt like very unplanned. It I blame it all on Catherine Kennedy, who was really not really focused and not di- directing and just like, oh, that works. That works. And we had to call J.J. Abrams. Hey, J.J. Abrams, we effed up. We need you back to come complete it. Oh, yeah. By the way, J.J. Abrams said, oh, yeah. Ray, to have her, her uh, was it her dad or her grandfather be the emperor? What is it? Mm-hmm. I always... Granddad. Oh, yeah. That wasn't that wasn't true. We didn't plan on that. That was last minute. Him came on camera saying that. Like, I'm all like, dude. He's all like, Catherine Kennedy just said we need to close it out and be done with it. So I just had to heal, put a band-aid on the wound. And then to know that fact... That how they mistreated Star Wars, a movie nonetheless, not a show, a movie, an episode, kind of makes me to and never and never never will I feel the same way about Catherine Kennedy, um, because of that and because of the last. Year. It just felt like unorganized. And yes, everyone was fighting against Ryan Johnson, but I mean, look at that movie that came out. Was it Knives Out? I mean, so brilliant, directed, great movie, and they're making a sequel. Netflix bought the second one that's coming in, and. You know, I- I will say not to not to digress too much, but at least that's something I admire about George Lucas is how he doubled down on his vision. People hated episode one, two, at least at the time, and then episode three. Yeah. At least he doubled down on his vision. You know, I enjoyed episode one. Episode two was just a love story. It was like the Notebook in Star Wars. I mean, it is what it is. I still I was still happy because you know what that brought us Clone Wars, the animated series. That's what started it, and and I enjoyed seeing um you know Mace Windu uh, fight off, and you know I. Enjoyed I enjoyed all of them. Um, but with that being said, I would, without without waiting to go too much long on this, let's talk about that interview, guys, where Ewan McGregor said, if we were uh, if we were to get an opportunity to do it again, I'd, I'd be totally up for it. McGregor, to- totally, uh, total film. Before joking about how he once again asking Disney for an opportunity, here I go again. It's like me knocking at Disney's door again, exclamation point. McGregor also spoke about returning to a role that he's so well known for years later and said that getting to return and help bridge the gap between himself and Alec. Oh, there's Alec Guinness um, said, oh, McGregor, I got as much or more out of playing him this time than I did in the three in the first three movies put together. That's to do with the writing, the people who were making the series with the technology and oh, man, hang on. Oh, and how different everything is. I mean, let's be honest here. I mean, dude, the technology is totally different now, right? I mean, it's been a while since we've since we've seen uh, since we see him play that role, right? I mean, it's been a long time, so the technology is totally different. Knowing, and I've also heard that he got a little uh, 
the chills watching Vader or watching Hayden in that suit again. Um, I did hear, hear about that. You know, okay. Did anyone play the Star Wars Episode Three PS2 game? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Anyone? It's it's in my head. I, you know, I, I, I don't know. If, you know what I'm talking about, you? But every time everyone says Hayden Christensen, I'm all like, ooh, ooh, like ooh, where you get struck by a lightsaber. It's like, oh, like oh my <laughs> god, dude. And then his terrible acting in Jumper. I was just like, oh my god, like. <laughs> Like, I mean, you I made him quit. you made him quit Hollywood. By the way. <laughs> no, no. See, look, I enjoyed Jumper for what it was. Right. It's it's a it's an OK movie. You know, it, it, I mean, it's not on him. It's not on him. But at the same time, though, it's just, I just I just can't. Like, why would you do those noises? Ooh, like, why would he why would he do it in the game? Like, I, I just whatever it is what it is. Whenever Obi-Wan got struck, he's all like, you won't do this again or something. I was like, why did they do Hayden Christensen wrong? And it's Star Wars. It's Lucasfilm. They made us like this. They made us not like him. Nah. But um, <laughs> but uh, regardless, though, I mean, I'm excited to see where this goes. I'm excited to see Ewan McGregor come into this role and really just shape up the whole whole series again. Um, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know where can this go for more because he's up to do more, right? I mean, this this is it. I mean, he can't really go any more further because he dies in a new hope. Well, spoiler alert: he dies in a new hope. By the way, sorry about that. Spoiler alert. We we have time. I mean, because this is gonna have Luke at about. I'm just gonna guess 10, 12 years of age at this point in time. Yeah. So there's still at least maybe one or two more stories of Obi Wan protecting Luke as he kind of grows mm-hmm. up and he's maybe in his teens. And doesn't mean that Luke has to know about what's happening, right? He's yeah. still in the dark by the time Episode Four comes around. So I think that there might be a few stories to tell still mm-hmm. with um, Obi Wan or. You know, maybe he needs to help out off-world with something else going on. Uh, yeah. I think that's still a possibility as well. So I mean, if they wanted to, if the if the movie ends because of Han and and Han Solo, okay, I'm gonna be totally blunt. The best part of Han Solo was the end credit scene where we got Darth Maul. That was the best part. That's not even part of the movie technically, but the best part mm-hmm. in Han Solo was the end credits where we saw yeah, Darth it Maul. It was part of the movie. It wasn't the end credit scene. Oh, it wasn't? Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because is um, that's when Kira takes the the ship and she leaves because she like talks to Darth Maul. Okay, well, okay. So then the best part of the movie, then Andrew, thank you for that. The best part of the uh, you the best part. Watch Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, you do it so good, man. Yeah, do you? Yeah. Um... <laughs> You stupid, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, because he got me distracted. Uh, the the Darth Maul. So, if if they if if Obi Wan ends with killing Darth Maul because that does happen in Rebels. Um, if that does, if it ends, if series ends like that, and Darth Maul saying, you know, is he the chosen one, and Obi Wan saying, yes, he is, or whatever. Um, if that does happen, then that's it. It's done. There's no more they can go. Because it's gonna lead up. I mean, not that he's just on Tatooine, which Andrew doesn't want. He's just gonna be on Tatooine the whole time. Oh, look at these yeah, gangsters! Sad people. It. Sad people. Right, dude. To the left, dude. The left. dude. Sad. I don't like sad. <laughs> I don't like sad. Dude, all over, dude. I know, dude, bro. Oh, Tatooine is like the freaking west side of San Antonio or something, dude. It's like all gangsters. It's like all crime. <laughs> Where, where's 
Where's the cops at? Where's the cops? Where's the troop? You know, when you know, it, back in the stormtrooper days when Vader was around, there was order in the galaxy. I was like, dude, there was order in the galaxy, man. I'm telling you, dude. Now we, now it's there's the rebels. They don't even know what to do, man. They're all chaotic, dude. I'm telling you, man. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for this. But uh, happy Star Wars Day, everybody out there. Any final thoughts, guys? You want to add? Uh, I'm a major fan of uh, Rupert Fiend ever since I saw him on Homeland. And mm. I'm glad to see Joel Edgerton back because I'm also a massive fan of Joel and his movies. So um, I'm, I was already hooked with Ewan and Hayden, but bringing those guys into the fold, um, you know, I have high expectations. Let's Dang. You, oh, anything that comes to Star Wars, I have high expectations. That's just a given. That's just a given. I'm a critic. I mean, just, just let, me, let me be. I, it better be a 10 out of 10. That's all I'm saying, man. It better be a 10 out of 10. And I'm gonna say it if it's not. It's also Favreau and Filoni, so like I, I'm just gonna. I don't know, book of Boba Fett. I don't know, book of Boba Fett. I'm down with it. I'm down. I like more Luke. Give me more Luke as much yeah. as Wait, wait, wait. Adult Luke or kid Luke? What are you talking about? Luke. Oh, Listen, okay. You guys are younger, but like I should have gotten a Luke Skywalker movie when he was in his prime, and we never yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. We we wasted it's in the books of, of never getting anything like that. But mm-hmm. right, but we now we got an actual live action version at the end of season two of of the Mandalorian, which is true. No matter what, going to be one of the top moments in Star Wars history. Is oh Luke yeah, the first time in his prime in live action form. Yeah, I I you know um have you ever saw behind the scenes of that? You should watch it if you have not. Yeah. Um, where they were like had to keep it so hidden it was so hard for them and that's a th- that's a even kevin feige said it, the spoilers world of this it's so hard to keep everything unspoiled for people because people are just adamant on getting in like posting about it. oh yeah oh, oh, oh my buddy like star wars oh i'm gonna go where if i am oh like it's just it's, it's just respect my authority it's just like dude like come on man like like come on guys don't be that way don't be petty towards each other man like just everyone enjoy these movies whether you like whether you look for spoilers or not just don't 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 screenshot it. i'm gonna screenshot something tomorrow and send it to don't be me i'm gonna send it to andrew i'm gonna <laughs> send, i'm gonna send him like scooby-doo in the background or something i don't know i'm gonna send him something man i'm gonna send i'm to see shrek shrek oh yeah i'm gonna, I'm gonna send you shrek in there the background but yeah <laughs> all right you guys thank you so much for watching uh if you have not already hit that subscribe button this was a long one of our longest episodes i would say where we talk a lot of good stuff a lot of star wars stuff a lot of doctor strange that we're excited for and don't forget guys i did call it john krasinski next week as the director uh for what i'm calling a day out Oh, 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 he's making the day after tomorrow part two, or is that what you mean? No, 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 no. Like, like, oh. like, I'm calling your call, but a day after. So, that, so okay, so a day it after, happen. after it tomorrow. Doesn't it doesn't happen, and then it happens the next day. That was my call. Not yours. No, 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 but you said the day after, though. Don't be, what are you, from Washington? Yeah, okay, what are you, okay, no, 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 you said, no. <laughs> All right, guys, catch you later. Thank you so much for making me a part of your day, guys. Uh, making us a part of your day, as always. I'm your host, Ryan D. Ryan680. Andrew. I'm Wolfie. And I'm steady with the countdown to the geek cast. Appreciate you guys. Have a good night. Countdown, baby. Let's go, baby. Let's go. 210, not El Paso. I don't know what the number is. <laughs> 915.